Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Hi. Hello. How are you? Hello. Welcome to a close Welcome to a close to podcast. Can you the name of it? I don't remember now. <laughs> no. <laughs> we didn't, and I think it's episode 31. Whoa, that's almost my age. <laughs> I wish. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. I don't actually wish, and I don't think 31 is anything special either. <laughs> it just sounded like an age that people want to be. <laughs> oh my goodness i feel like it's been weeks since we've talked oh, i don't even know i don't know i can't i have no concept of time none it's april 1st oh yeah this is a joke right it's a joke <laughs> oh, oh i have no prank i have no prank prepared <laughs> no prank that's okay no prank prepared Oh, What's new? What's going on? Goodness. Oh, okay. Spring <laughs> is in Vancouver. It's nice. Freaking beautiful. I have a garden that I have been planting seeds in, and I am Amazing. super excited. And so much so that I just don't want to work. I just want to dawdle in the garden and retire. <laughs> like, I just. That makes perfect sense to me. I know. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I don't see. I don't see why that can't just be your feasible future. I know. <laughs> like, what do I actually um, need? I have everything I need. Yeah. I just need food. There's water. My parents are expanding their garden this year too. Yeah. Like they're just waiting for the weather. Yeah. I think we're like a month or half a month out of of when they start planting. Uh-huh. I mean, I think my mom's gonna start planting soon, but. Yeah. Just like the little lettuce seedlings. Yeah, yeah. Like, got all these great seeds. Like, my stepdad made me raise beds. So, <sighs> nice. And then we went and got the dirt. And we went and got from City of Vancouver, they have like the compost system where everything is collected from the city, from the people. And then they like have all these different areas for like, depending on how long it's been composting, decomposing posting whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> decomposition is happening and then they have a gigantic mountain of the good stuff it's been wow years whatever has been composting and now it's ready to be taken by the people of vancouver and you go we have a truck brody's truck we fill the truck the loader fills the truck a tractor dumps so much compost into the bed of the truck that it's filled. And then as you drive out, they charge you $8. <laughs> it's like wow, the best soil, the best stuff to grow things in. And it's $8. It's a beautiful system. It's a beautiful system. And if you live in this suburb of where it is, you get it for free. <laughs> we We don't, but it's just awesome. Still like that kind of, it's just like encouraging education yep. and food growth. It's yep. like, whoa, it's only $8 for this soil yep. and I learn how to grow my own food. Yep. And the fact that like the season out there is so much longer yep. than anywhere else yeah. here in Canada, yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything comparable, yeah. but because um, it's still like, I mean, we're getting like 13 degree weather a little bit like 13 to 15 mm-hmm, here and there mm-hmm. and then it goes down mm-hmm. we're gonna get like rain and snow and all that shit mm-hmm. um but april showers bring my flowers oh yeah right that's a nice thing <laughs> so it makes sense yeah um yeah but the bc uh season always looks so much more fruitful than the rest of the country <laughs> well it just doesn't get that cold so it doesn't have to yep, thaw out exactly it's already like ready to go you're just like well even that like go. I don't remember when it was some point this year so far where there was like a really frigid drop and Mm. people had to, like my friend Solera, who has, I think I was telling you about her in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just remember them just showing how to cover everything Mm. to protect it from the frost and pretty much everything was fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. But like, I have so much to learn. Oh my God, Nicole. It's like, it's a whole new world, you know? I know. It's, and it's not just how to, you know, effectively start seedlings and then plant them at the right time and give them the right water or light or soil. How many raised uh, beds do you have? Four. 
Oh, that's not bad. Okay. Like my no. parents are planning. I think my parents have at least like six, maybe six raised beds, mm-hmm. five or six. Yeah. And then uh, like a bunch of trugs, which is where my mom does all the lettuce and the like mm-hmm. different kinds of lettuce and kale mm-hmm. um, because they grow all their produce. And so yeah. this year, I think because of the pandemic, um, they're just going to go all out and mm-hmm. make like even more raised beds and then do yeah. Uh, yeah. hopefully an irrigation system so it's easier to have it water and there's mm-hmm. so many youtube videos of mm-hmm. people showing you mm-hmm. diy mm-hmm. irrigation systems mm-hmm. and like we were watching these two different youtube people who seem to be extremely popular mm. and they're so good at describing how to do it and they give you a list of all mm-hmm. the pieces that they use mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful world that you're just going into right i know now. and like <laughs> Thinking of, so I planted, I want to get on the record. I planted lettuce, radish, arugula, and snow peas, and carrots, and green onions yesterday. Nice. And then I started from seed, like those are in the soil. And then I planted like little seedlings. I started peppers and tomatoes and cucumber and zucchini. Um, and so, because cause like the cucumbers, you don't start till like May. Um, same as zucchinis. Mm-hmm. The tomatoes are like a whole other thing that are super fragile. You need to like get them all ready to go before they go in the ground. And it's like this whole thing. Then you have to think about the pests and like wireworm and slugs and yeah. blight. And I'm like, oh my God, I have so much to learn. Yeah. My <laughs> mom has a big problem with uh, the white moths. Oh. They, and that's why they start. they got, they brought all the kill from the uh the beds to uh the trugs so she could have a they basically just take uh i don't know what that cloth is called but yeah the um, black they stuff? just made the like well it's white so okay. that the light still gets in like, oh. so it's still really light oh. so it's on it all the time unless she's watering it and oh it's uh but it's literally there just like like arced wires yeah that they made for a frame uh-huh. and then they just use like um I mean, there's there's nicer ways to do it or better ways to do it, but they just use like, uh, oh my god, what's the word? All the words are gone out of my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm still uh, here. Clothespins, clothespins. Clothespins, yeah. That's the word. That's the word nice. I was looking for. You just clothespin to it to the, but those moths still get in. So it's not often though. It's Frick. a lot better, but it's like. This smallest little thing. You'll learn. You'll learn because you'll lose stuff and you'll oh, be sad. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, and I'd highly recommend not forgetting about parsnips because they are incredible. Oh, yeah. You and your parsnips. You love those They're things. amazing. But they're also like, we are still eating carrots from last year, mm-hmm. the harvest from last year. Those mm-hmm. the carrots last forever. Mm-hmm. There are so many things you can store after potatoes for the winter. Yeah. Oh my god, it's amazing. It's apples, amazing. apples that are sold at John Talon Market have been yep. there all year, like or they've been in storage or some kind of yep. cold room. It's amazing what stuff keeps. Like, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what's going. That's a big part of my life. I'm working like a crazy person. Um. We just had a film festival today for the 300 students that made films with me the last six weeks. Wow. And there were, there's a group of youth that are on the spectrum that made their projects and two of the students wore tuxedos to school. Um, They had the red carpet. They made them little Academy Awards statues. Oh my God. I know (laughs) it's too much. It's it amazing. is, and tomorrow is World Autism Awareness Day. Yes, and so I told, like, I told that to the whole film festival, and this is the first time we've had two students with autism on in the program to share their story, and like wow. the whole thing is about belonging. All of them were asked to make projects about which communities they belong to, and these, the youth on the spectrum, the ones they made were so touching because it's like. These are all the communities that I'm a part of. And my name is Alexi and I belong. It's like, oh, my God. Like, literally touching. Like, so beautiful. Oh, and then we had a QA with them. 
after their videos are played and they're sitting in their little tuxedos talking about how powerful this project was for them oh it's like it's too much that is amazing it's too much for my heart Oh. It just makes your heart grow bigger, Jess. I, I know, but it's too much. It just like gives you the. I mean, God, this is like. If we, I feel like we say it every time <laughs> you talk about your work, but it, it's just so important. Oh, Storytelling is so important. It is the. It is it the is. thing that creates. It's, this is what we are. We I are know. storytelling. I it's know. so important. And how we learn about each other. But listen, yeah. t- did I tell? I don't know if I told you this, but this this school is a really special school, Galileo Adult Learning Center. They had. I ask all the students to bring in. Did I tell you about this? Bring in archival photos mm. of their family. Yeah, you did. You said this on the last one. Yeah, that they brought in the, the same, same photo. photo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's cool. And then <laughs> wait, so like, yeah, what happened after that? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to ask them okay. about to follow up okay. with that. But they're having their own film festival at the school, and the whole school board's being invited. And then there's a man that does a podcast about um, people with special needs and being awesome in the community. And so he's doing a podcast on this these projects that the students made and they've asked me to be on the podcast so um mm-hmm. there's just it's it, the ball is rolling the teacher has said jesse these students a lot of them didn't even know how to turn a phone on wow. and now they're making movies on ipads so yeah. their digital literacy skills have increased exponentially and uh the ball the, now the ball's rolling for them right now they're just going to keep on making movies and so that's really great it's really fucking cool it is really it's cool. really really cool yeah, i love this part of my work but i do like we did the film festival it was really intense and i had to like take a break you know like it's like really force like chill out you know it's it's a lot for my little brain and heart to process Good. i'm glad that you're actually acknowledging that though yeah you're you're someone who is a Learning. you work a lot you have Sometimes. to let yourself rest. Mm-hmm. And even the work you do, it's emotional work. Mm-hmm. It's emotional labor. It's mm-hmm. not just work. That's right. So it's a it's important to balance that. I mean, it's like all these stories though, Nicole. That's the thing about it. It's like yeah. we are so we are so drawn to stories. They are such an incredible way to learn about each other and learn about the past. And develop empathy for other people and just hear Mm -hmm. what they're saying um it's also it's a lot to hear this many stories back to back (laughs) like you know with these videos so um how are you doing i'm fine talk to me (sighs) i've only set a date to go back (gasps) you did yeah on the 19th (gasps) of april Mm mm-hmm yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm going to do it. Okay. So it what, was so crazy. Yeah, I like, yeah. well, I booked a car for the 14th and I went through Costco travel and I spent like, I'm going to try to make this story short because I really hate it. I spent like an hour on the phone, on the phone with some inept, like slow talking, not knowing what he was doing, <laughs> uh, customer service rep that I just didn't have the heart to hang up on because it seemed like he was trying so hard even though it was like so annoying and very time consuming. And then just coming up to all these roadblocks of just like, I went on the internet and I tried to book the, like, I need an SUV. I need a bigger car because I have shit to bring back. And the only option through Costco travel to pick up at the airport was a car. And in Mm. Moncton, the airport's like really fucking small. So, Mm -hmm. okay, this podcast is going to be explicit because I'm going to say fuck a lot. Mm -hmm. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Um, so in the end, I book it and I accept what he tells me in that if I want to book with Costco travel and drop the car off in Montreal, I have to have one of the destinations I either pick up or drop off be the airport. 
They didn't have the car I needed at the airport in Moncton. So I had to make it. So I had to drop off at the fucking airport in Montreal. And then I'm sitting there and I'm listening to this and I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I do not need to drop the. Why am I paying $380 to drop off a car to fucking bring to the airport? Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, of course, instead of thinking rationally and just chilling out and just deciding to not book it I booked it anyway knowing I could cancel it and then of course if you go through just directly through enterprise you can get an SUV and it's fine Uh, but the shittiest part is just the anxiety that it brought up from last year and just Mm. me think it like kept me up till so late at night just thinking like how am I going to get home from the airport how do I not get into a cab? How do I not take the metro? Like, there's four yeah. variants in Montreal. Like, I'm just like, I haven't been on the metro in over a year. Mm-hmm. I have. Why would I intentionally put myself in a position where I can't mm-hmm. stay safe? And yeah. here I am going to the airport where there's like, this is where the fucking COVID is coming in <laughs> from all these stupid travelers. Right. Anyway, so this is where my head is at. And not a good place <laughs> yeah shit um and it was just really and i like cried for an hour on the Aww. phone with my therapist about it just like wondering why i cannot control this anxiety and then but like also like acknowledging the fact that all i have to do is cancel it and book with the with enterprise <laughs> like, yeah. like but i'm just like kind of reverting a little bit back to mm-hmm the stress mm-hmm. um because i'm starting to look at the news again sort of anticipating going back mm-hmm. and it's just the same fucking shit show that it's been since i left mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. my thought process is a little bit stressed but i also know like my parents were like well i think we'll just keep the desk in the basement set up in case you change your mind <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah. i'm i'm kind of in this you know, mindset that like, I have to get back to my life. I live in Montreal. I've been away for six months. I have to make some decisions. Mm. It's time. I don't know if I'm going to stay there. If they're like, sorry, no ball this Mm -hmm. summer. What the fuck am I doing in Montreal? Mm -hmm. Like that community is what's keeping me there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's, Mm -hmm. it's, I'm having a lot of ups and downs, but um, on the brighter side, I graduated to trying to learn 3D animation and now I'm playing with 3D cameras and After Effects and <laughs> holy shit, it's so cool. Okay, hold on, hold on, holy shit. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. back it up, back it up for just a second. I'm still processing everything you're saying. Okay, Yeah. so you're moving everything back to Montreal that you brought with you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going back as though I'm You're going, going back. back. Okay, okay. Yep. And I'll get my bike out and I'll see yeah. some friends and hopefully start playing ball and hopefully the curfew gets pushed to midnight or something for a summer. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to play ball if our curfew is at 9.30. Um, right. I guess I can play one game anyway. Um. Yeah. And how do you feel? How do you feel about going? Like, I mean, it's a lot. There's a lot going on, obviously, in this world. It's crazy. I'm bummed that Quebec sucks. That's how I feel. I feel like that's, I'm kind of at this, like, I know what it's like there when it's hell, and it's still like that. Nothing's Mm -hmm. changed because, Mm -hmm. you know, and here I am in New Brunswick where when there are cases here, they, their goal is to get them down to zero. Mm-hmm. Quebec has never done that. Mm-hmm. They have never tried to get it to zero. And mm-hmm. they here keep the restrictions on until it's zero. Mm-hmm. As far as like, act, like uh, I mean, there's still active cases, but they're all monitored and they mm-hmm. all are contact traced. So mm-hmm. um, I don't mean like they're all recovered by the mm-hmm. time things opened up, but just that they're accounted for. Mm-hmm. And and Quebec is doing it differently, and they're just trying to slow the spread instead mm-hmm. of get to zero. And I think that that's why they're not succeeding. And that's why, like, BC, Ontario, Alberta, Quebec, like, these provinces are still not doing well because mm-hmm. they 
aren't changing the way they're doing things. So, you know, what's so insane is that we're still having these goddamn conversations. We have been talking about this same shit for a year. Mm -hmm. It is wild to (laughs) me. You know, it's just, it's just so wild. And I, and I'm not saying that I would do any better if I was a leader. I don't, I have no, I have so much sympathy for these leaders for the most part. I don't know how I would ever do it. I don't know. I couldn't imagine the responsibility that you, you know, Mm -hmm. the pressures that everyone's putting on you, all the good and all the bad and everything in between. And the research that's coming out and changing every goddamn day and vaccines are being recalled. And it's just ludicrous the whole thing is absurd and um i just i just it's hard to know what to do it's hard to know what to do there's nothing you can really do you're you're able to at least do your job jess i mean you're lucky in that you're not a friggin bartender or Mm -hmm. or a you too cosmetics person i don't know are you are (laughs) you going back to work I mean, I will. I'm going to talk to them. I haven't talked to them. Mm. I, I mean, I've talked to them on personal basis. Like, I've talked to my boss on a friendly basis, but not about mm. work or when I'm coming back. And, you know, it's not really I, – I think she – I mean, they have plenty of freelancers, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Honestly, Jess, I am getting, like, I've got, I've got three album artworks coming mm. down the pipes right mm. now. Awesome. Um, I did a, I went, it was funny, I made a post on Facebook about the, the, um, making a profile on the Canada Council website mm-hmm. of the arts. And, um, and it's just so ridiculous the way that things are worded because it really discourages people like me and it has for like a decade. And yes, mm. I know that I don't, I know that that's also my fault, but it's also like a stubborn, like having been. Anyway, I won't get into it, but I looked at it and it's the kind of thing where I'm like, this is ridiculous now that I'm this age and I've been a working artist for over a decade and I'm going to fucking apply. I'm sick of these bullshit Mm -hmm. gatekeeper parameters that are Mm -hmm. preventing Mm -hmm. people like me who are making art (laughs) from Mm -hmm. applying. Amen, sister. Um, And so I posted, I made a post and there were a lot of comments on it. And one of the comments was like, hey, I don't know if this applies, but there's a guy from the Canada Council doing a Q&A on Zoom to the Quebec Writers Guild. So I was like, that's cool. I'll jump on. Yeah. (laughs) Even though I'm not a writer. And it was so informative and so um, interesting to see (laughs) someone who would normally be on a jury for the Canada Council, come on and speak so candidly to all these people and uh, really, really just say apply. And here is a bunch of advice on how to not annoy us with your application. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, it was just so awesome. It was so candid and blunt. And it was just the kind of thing that I needed to hear, I think, to and that they have they have a lot of money from the government this year. So um there's two deadlines for this like research grant, research and create grant. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cool. government gave 66 million wow, for the year. So they have to spend 33 million oh for God. the April uh, deadline and 33 million for the October deadline. And that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So where does apply. that come from? That's incredible. I don't know, but I think right now with the liberal government, um, and just like how the arts sector has suffered uh, because of the pandemic, it's a it's been oh, a strange. Right. Um, right. I think it has to do with that of just trying to get people back on their feet and artists to do their work. Mm-hmm. So it's good. It's a really like wow. I saw it and I was like, I have so much experience and I have so many ideas and I have like this animation stuff is. Like, if I want to be able to invest the time, I was only able to invest the time to come here because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I'm lucky I could do mm-hmm. this, but mm-hmm. it was definitely COVID that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. launched me into it, which is a weird thing to say. But yeah, weird, mm-hmm. small silver linings here and there, but big silver linings, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd like, I wow. made this little whale animation and it's, I want to do the whole like two minute and 47 second song, but, um, 
I don't know if you saw it on Instagram or not, but it's Mm-mm. it's like it's I like it's finally my animations are finally looking like how I'm like it's not perfect, but it's mm-hmm. starting to really I'm able to make it look how I'm envisioning it mm-hmm. <laughs> finally <laughs> which is yes. so cool <laughs> yeah oh my goodness it's you know so hard <laughs> so my good. friend Anne Koizumi who you know is an amazing animator and she's stop motion and her and she has two other friends and they're all female Asian filmmakers mm-hmm. and they have a little they've made a film collective of the three of them and they meet i think like every month and they show different clips they help each other out with applications they give some feedback like you should get hooked up with filmmaker like other animators like and you guys could have a little posse and help each other you'd be surprised even the on skillshare like the Mm -hmm. teachers who teach these courses Mm -hmm. always respond to questions it's mm-hmm. pretty unreal. Like you're getting, you're watching other people learn with you and you're taking classes with them. Mm-hmm. But I know what you're saying. Um, I have a couple of people that I'm, that I have, that I've been sort of talking to as well. Because like, it's motivating for all of them, you know, and, yeah. and they're, u- they're used to working alone. Yeah. And then COVID. And so it's nice for them to have some accountability and they have this like peer review and, I just thought that sounded awesome. Like, what a great it is. idea. It's really good. And everyone's so smart. Like, I love it. Helping each other in such a beautiful way. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So you're going back. Yeah, I guess. It's so weird, Jess. Yeah. And I'm like, also now I'm the captain of my team at oh. John Moss. Oh, I was wow. just turned into that and the women's league is back so i should be playing thursdays with the women then one day at john moss and then on sundays i i'm gonna go play in another league (laughs) wow if we have ball hopefully oh i have no idea i hope you do i know i hope your vaccines come like i mean it's also crazy talking about vaccines like both my parents and i have all talked it to death we're not anti-vaxxers but we're also people who don't get the flu shot and so it's very it's like you'd question it but you but also they're so fucking safe like it's it's just it's just such a crazy thing to think about having to get what what the vaccine what do you mean just that we have to get it because there's a fucking pandemic it's just crazy pandemic is crazy I know. The, the vaccine <laughs> is like the least concerning part to me about this whole thing. I'm just like, really? let's. I, I mean, I think there's, I think there's. I don't I think agree. it's a cure all. I don't think it's the cure all. Yeah. And I think there's just so many variants. I mean, who knows? I know. But it's fucked. Um, you know, people still die from the flu every year, mm-hmm. even though we have the flu shot. This is a lot more serious than the flu, but um, it's, it's one step towards herd immunity it's one step so. towards really getting out so. of this garbage dump of a society at the moment it gets so nuts it's so nuts what's happening I know. it's just nuts i think when you know and so i i have like sunk a ton of time and like energy and money into my new patio because i'm like well there's nothing <laughs> like things are closing here in vancouver restaurants just closed on monday the in in, inside dining patios are still open thank god that's good um but like they're safe i know they're safe and 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 i also what is safer is my own patio i'm like okay well here we go just gonna set up shop here got a badminton net for the backyard i got the garden it's like i'm starting a little commune i'm like well (laughs) if i can't go things can close around me but you can't close my house (laughs) very true <laughs> oh and staying in nature as much as possible i know i know that's what you have to do yeah it's no. amazing i'm i'm can i be honest with you i'm a little nervous about you going back why because mental were, health or yeah, because of covid <laughs> no because you were so happy to get out and you were very much like a different person 
on the I phone know. when you were in New I Brunswick. I felt like a different person. So I, I really, I really hope you can keep that new. That's the plan. The new cool, relaxed. I have a happy... very different. I have a very different perspective okay. now that I've lived here for six months. Okay. And I have a much more six months. Six months. It's a long time to live in a fucking province that yeah. actually is handling the pandemic. Yeah. So it's, and I have a very, I have very angry opinions about Quebec. I hear someone like speak French, like that fucking Ro, Ro Burge guy. And I'm just like, I don't even want to fucking hear you speak. Like it is. <laughs> and I think I have like some little bit of visceral rage that, um, mm-hmm. Grant, I think is is granted. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's reasonable to be angry at that government right now. And mm-hmm. I think last year, um, I'm just a fucking sensitive person. And so I, when I when it when it started, I sunk into the already dark place that I was from being evicted, and it just it like collapsed on me. And mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. the the walls closed in, and so. I came here and I feel a lot more healed and I definitely have some residual like PTSD, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it from last year and going back gives me uh, some stress. But um, I, I feel, I feel like the difference is that my decision-making um, will be different. Like, I'm just not, I'm yeah, not going to fucking listen to the government. I'm so sick and tired of them mm-hmm. lying. Mm-hmm. And they've lost, they've corroded all public trust in that mm-hmm. province. They mm-hmm. are so fucked. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I've said the F word so many times. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But it's just, I think, uh, I think that if I'm there and I don't feel good, uh, I'll leave and I might move. I might leave. Where leave, we, where, leave. Where, where will you go? Where I'll go east. Go? I don't know. Okay, okay, Sackville. Okay, cool. I don't know where cool. the hell to go. Cool. I just can't. Yeah. You can't live like this. No. Like it's not. No, I agree. I, and so many people are leaving. It's crazy. For good reason. I, if I, if I have one like bit of advice from the outside looking in, I would say if you, when you go back, try not to get try to go insular a bit try not to get so overwhelmed by what's happening outside try to like plant some plants on your on your yeah. balcony there focus well, on that's your baseball just it. I haven't, focus it, on that's your friends the plan. don't that's let exactly yourself it. get caught up in the bullshit because yeah. that, that's it's not helpful um yeah. to your own mental health to get so round because there's so much to get upset about I know, you know, and just accept that. Yes, this is happening. Yeah. Um. Like, I mean, if balls canceled, though, I'm just leaving. Yeah, I know. I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, that. like, whatever. If, yeah. <laughs> is it, what am I going to do there? Stay inside all summer and not be able to go out at night to like go for a cool bike ride to cool down after a 45 degree day? No. 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 <laughs> Come no. on. Yeah. Who lives like that? It's just not right. They're not treating their citizens right. No. So. Yeah. We shall see. Oh, wow. What a what a what a time to be alive. Yeah. My parents got their um vaccine appointments though for this <gasps> one. Oh, that's great. So it's good. So but it was so sketchy and weird the way that they like someone went to a pharmacy and they were like Oh, uh, I saw a big lineup outside the pharmacy and then I asked why. And then I got to sign up for the vaccine because they had an excess of mm-hmm. Moderna vaccine. And then mm-hmm. she signed up her friends and then she called my parents. They're like, do you want me to sign you up? But then mm-hmm. right after they got signed up for that one, then we got another email that the government is allowing that age group this month. And so my parents have like two appointments that they'll have to cancel one of them if they choose not to go and they go to the earlier one. It's so weird. So weird. Oh my and God. It's like, how do we have this many if there's any, it's just, anyway, it's all seat of their pants, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just go oh with them and be like, can God. I have one too? Just don't tell me when. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to jump in line in front of other age groups, though. It makes sense that ours is the last. 
I know, but you know, in uh, New York, like my friend Jude and I Sue have been vaccinated. Like people our age. Yeah, but New York, they're they the vaccines are rolling out like crazy there. Yeah, everyone's getting them very fast. I know it's because... amazing. Yeah, we don't have vaccine uh, manufacturing here. So no, I know which we should. I know they just said they built it. They're using some building and building it. They announced on the national today or last night or something, and basically saying, "Oh, it'll be ready by uh, it'll be ready by 2027." (laughs) Like, how do you build a bridge in a year? You can build an entire bridge in one year, but you can't. They can make a building. Yes, it didn't take. It took like which one? I don't even the Confederation Bridge. Out here to PEI, the second longest bridge in the world. It only took uh, a couple a years. Year. I don't know if it took a year. It did not take seven years or five years at all. They did that very quickly. Wow. I didn't know that. That seems like a big feat. I don't know if it's a big feat. I mean, it's a pretty, like, I want to say it's like, it's such a simple design. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. I remember when they made that bridge and I was like, I don't want a bridge. I like the ferry. Oh, it was so nice. Well, you you don't even, you didn't even live on PA. No, but we used to take the ferry over. We still take a ferry to Grand Manor. There is still a ferry. Yeah. There is. I don't think so. I think there is. No, because you, when you go to the island, then you have to pay $40 to go get off the island on the bridge. Yes. That's how they make their money. I don't know if they have the ferry anymore. <laughs> when I when I was there, anyway. they had a ferry. Who knows? How long were you there? When did you go? Taught a workshop and we had a protest in Charlottetown. Girls kicked butt was the protest. When did you uh where'd you go from though? From Nova Scotia? Yeah. That's why. Hmm. Nova Scotia PEI exists, but the bridge is from New Brunswick. The, you can't get okay. a ferry from New Brunswick anymore. That's how. That's what I understand, anyway. But I don't live here. So your place know. has been in Montreal. Your place has been <laughs> empty, right? Yeah, six months. Hopefully, my concierge is still checking my mail. He said he would. Who knows? Maybe my whole apartment's like been open to the winter the whole time and everything is stolen. I don't know. That would suck. (laughs) That would definitely be a sign, though. I would leave. If if I got home and my place was ransacked, I'd pack up and I'd move out. (laughs) Yeah. That would be a big sign from the universe. Oh, my God. Yeah. That one I would listen to. I mean, you know, I mean, I think this is part of a larger discussion that, like, I'm still kind of thinking about, like, my community was really important to me. It still is. Um, Family had taken a backseat for the most of my adulthood. And I finally was like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I want to be closer to them and do this. And, um, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm so into it. Like my mom and I are in therapy. We've had three or four oh, sessions. Nice. There's been some like major breakthroughs. Um, like we're never going to be best friends, but like I think what's what's already you've yeah, been able to express yeah in a safe that... in a safe wow supported kind loving way with a third party, and she's giving us tools to use when we're not with her. Um, we went and had a ceremony on the beach last week, um, to burn some things from, you know, some difficult years when I was a teenager and by accident, we went to the nude beach and there were some naked men walking around. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, are you serious? You guys, it's March. Like, come on put it away put your dogs away for another month can you like well they're just getting it out warming them up (laughs) 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <My> mom, like, <laughs> it, this is like comedy stuff, right? Like we, we walk to the beach and she's like, I don't know if this is legal, you know? And I'm like, no, it's legal. It's fine, mom. Like I've seen some fire pits down there. Oh, okay. And then we get there and she's like, oh, you know, first naked man. Oh, I didn't. I'm like, oh, geez. I'm like, okay, mom. Well, uh, keep your eyes down and uh, the fire pit's just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And then another one. Oh, oh, geez. I'm like, oh, I know. That's pretty funny. So good. (laughs) Can't write this stuff. Because. No, I'd been going to this. I'm going to this beach all winter, and there's never been a naked person because it's been the winter, and you know, people just a very quiet area. Yeah, and it's been, you know, fuck winter, so I wasn't expecting naked men. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I just find this an entertaining uh, story that you're telling me, but that's amazing that you're. Oh, it's doing amazing that with your mom. Like action, it's really, uh, I find like, I, I, I have not had the same experience, um, like not being around my family in my adult life. Like every Uh August I come home, I will come Uh home and try to Uh be here for a month. Like, but it's also the ocean. Like, I don't know if my relationship would be what it is with them Uh if they lived in Moncton, Uh if they didn't live out here. So it's. It's definitely circumstantial, like the circumstances have created, helped create the beautiful mm-hmm. relationship I have with them. Um, but every everything is not without its flaws. Like we're all people, we're all humans. So um, <sighs> yeah, it's just, um, I feel like I don't, I don't feel a draw to this, the East coast when it comes to living here, I don't feel super connected to this side of the country, I guess. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel it because mm-hmm. I'm here where I am, mm-hmm. which, which makes it different. That's, that's, that's all it is for me. But I'm sure that if I lived here as an adult, I might feel differently. Mm-hmm. I just, no, I do notice that mm-hmm. people are way fucking nicer here than they are in Quebec. And I can say that because I've lived oh, yeah. in Quebec for 13 years. So it's really, um, it's really different. <clears throat> it's really, really different. People are because people kinder. are closer to nature. I don't think it's a, I, I think it's a huge part of it. Maybe part of I it. mean, when you're in a big, dirty, urban city with little access to not the natural world, people start to go a little cuckoo. I think it's just, and then you add the pandemic into the mix and it's like, it's hard to stay cool. You know, people are like running on fumes. The stresses that uh, the city creates are undeniable. And it's like a totally different world when you get outside and you're like to, to the country, you know, to nature, when you're connecting with nature, it's like, you can't be mad in nature. <clears throat> and people like lose touch with how to treat people. Yeah. I feel when they're in the city, like how it's normal to honk at people. Like what? I mean, I come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I find that always find that weird. Yeah. <laughs> and loud. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I feel like I feel like it. It's definitely a part of it. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't say that to. People in New Jersey or Florida who also have access to the yeah. ocean. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Always as yeah. nice either. Yeah. But I also haven't lived there, so I wouldn't be able to actually tell. But just culturally, I think that it's it's just different in Quebec mm. than it is in a lot of the country. I just do. I think it I think it has to do and I'm gonna say it. I don't and I don't care because I'm mm-hmm. also French and I just I feel mm-hmm. that way about my culture, mm-hmm. if that's, I guess, going to call it white mm-hmm. Quebec Canadian culture, mm-hmm. it's half my family. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I don't know how to solve it or anything. I, I think I just have never mm-hmm. been able to fully mm-hmm. integrate into that province, mm-hmm. even though I speak the language. So, and I don't feel that way here. And it's also mm-hmm. a bilingual French 
province and it doesn't feel the same even though the language issues are very very much the same it doesn't feel as oppressive here i hear you oh my god so, people people anyway, are like do you miss montreal i'm like nope <laughs> i am you know, isn't so it weird happy to be out to of not there miss it? i am so happy <sighs> to be in a place that doesn't feel like it's my enemy it's like we're on the same team people want to yeah. help each other there's yes. always shit i don't want to you know, I don't, I'm a, I don't want to sound like a spoiled brat yeah. who hasn't seen the reality of what people are living in in BC as well. I know there's a lot of shit too, but generally speaking, yeah, generally speaking, yeah, every things work here. Yeah. There's a care. There's a there's a cleanliness. There's a um, appreciation, protection of the environment. That's just I'm it like, too. I dig all of this. I, yes, and it's and it's it's. Uh, uh, centered mm-hmm. around that like I think in Quebec mm-hmm. it doesn't have that centering it doesn't feel like I'm sorry why are the garbages constantly mm-hmm. overflowing in that city like we need to take so much better mm-hmm. care it is a filthy city I've been to other cities yep. that are just as populated I know that, that this does not fucking happen so it's just, and I know it's probably like that in Philadelphia or it's probably like that in other cities, whatever. But when you live in it and then you compare it, it's just, it's just a goddamn bummer. You know, I don't know what else to call it. Because oh, you want it to work. You want to love it. Like tourists love Montreal, but like you live there. Ugh, anyway, I don't know if I'm sick of it. I'm, that's also why I'm kind of, I know we're like over time right now, but I'm looking forward to going back to to getting myself in check and having a reality check, whether or not it's, wow, I'm so happy to be back and see my friends mm-hmm. and be outside mm-hmm. and bike around the city like I love to do, or am I going to feel... You know what, like, Nicole? What the fuck you know is what? Up with You're going to know. <laughs> You're going to figure it out. You're going to... This, 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 like, step away from, from this this place that has been our whole life, you know, a big part of our life for so many years, this, this, this retreat or, you know, extraction from it for six months is going to give you a whole new perspective. You're going to go, you're either going to be like, Oh my God, I've missed all of these different things. And I'm so happy to be back. Or maybe this isn't for me long-term and maybe I need to start making plans to relocate somewhere else. And that's okay too. You're going to know. You're going to know. Mm-hmm. You're not the same person going back. I know. I know. It's true. It's very true. And I, I don't know if you saw, I'm, I can't believe I'm bringing up social media so much, but I made a post of just like a photo of myself a while back with a little paragraph about mm-hmm. it. Just like, a, it's mm-hmm. been like a year. It was like on March 13th or something. And it just was like a really true statement to where I, I'm at in my head and just how I feel I feel like a very different person than I was last year and I'm really glad I there's definitely a fear of reverting back especially based on how I irrationally reacted Mm. to the car rental (laughs) um but luckily I feel like (laughs) you talk that out too which is helpful (laughs) you know I didn't really get much I didn't get anywhere really with it but it was good to talk it out and just to recognize how irrational it is even though I already knew it (laughs) but just like seeing it seeing myself and letting myself feel it and get out of it or try to get out of it well and also I'll I'll tell you that um, from living up north and having a lot of northern friends and coworkers and colleagues and stuff there's a phenomenon that I'd like to share with you that just to keep in mind when you go back and it the term is bushed so when you're out up north usually in a smaller community maybe on the land and you come you go to a city there is a feeling you feel Mm -hmm. the term is bushed you feel like you are completely uncomfortable there is there's too much chaos happening there's too much busyness you're 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 you've been used to a peace and a quiet that is no longer and you're in you're kind of like a a little country mouse in a big city 
and there is a certain stress level that comes mm-hmm. with that and you need to like own it and like allow for that and and just be gentle with yourself like yeah. take it easy when you first go back it's it's not going to be a smooth transition right away it's going to be loud and smelly and, and all can, of it's going to be yeah. a lot louder and busier to you cuz you're you you've been in the country so just give yourself time to adjust slowly yeah. and uh i've also been i've also been in a province where I can just go over mm-hmm. to my friend's house mm-hmm. who has kids and it's fucking fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of their kids. I was very afraid after Christmas. I, you know, but it's like, yeah, it's yeah. normal yeah. here right now. It's kind of insane. Uh, well, it's going to be, it's going to be hard in Montreal for, for, for a bit. I know. I know. That's why I'm going sister. back summer because I can have my bike. So I know that will help a lot. Um, okay, I got it. We yeah. got to go here. It's uh, we're 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 over time, but it I was know, so it's over great time. talking to you and catching up, Nicole. I'm, you know, me too, Jess. I know there's lots of more space between our talks, but it's. Amen. I think we can yep. still keep That's doing it. Let's do. just keep trying and let's yeah. um, let's yeah. do another one before you leave. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I have two more weeks here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll be back in like May, <laughs> we'll be like, nope. and that's okay. <laughs> Turning around like a like a cat that's and right. a cat in a winter storm, <laughs> an indoor outdoor cat in a winter storm. And that's okay too. You'll figure it out. It's all good. Yeah, but you know, one big lesson yeah. that I could like end on is that like w- life is short, and we are we have one life. Um, so it's, it's a good time to think about where you want to be and not just do things cause you have to, or cause you feel like you ought to, or tied to a place for no reason. It's like, no, there's. Well, Jess, honestly, I, through therapy and through being here, like most of my, most of my hurdles are from my own, uh, comfort zones mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. obsessively staying in them so Past the old nicole. that's all been thrown out the window or the younger nicole <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love you <sighs> we'll talk soon I love you. We'll talk oh my goodness happy spring go look at my little oh whale, and p.s i'm pregnant whale animation april fools <laughs> what <laughs> fuck I would have been so mad. No, you better not. not tell me tomorrow you actually no, are. Wait, are you? I can't. I can't. I'd be can't. so pissed if you weren't. I waited that whole time. I had to throw in a little something. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Expli- I, sure will. I will. I will. I will. I will. Explicit. Sure. <laughs> okay. Have a good night. <laughs> Okay, have a great night. Okay.